Okay. Hi, everyone. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Hi, well, y'all gonna come on and say good afternoon to me? Are y'all gonna come on and say good afternoon to me? Y'all come on in, come on in, come on in. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Come on in, y'all. I know y'all missed me on yesterday. I missed me on yesterday, okay? <laughs> I missed me on yesterday. But God is good, and he is worthy to be praised. Oh, I didn't. I thought I turned this down. Sorry. Okay. So, y'all come on in. Listen, uh... Y'all come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Y'all come on in. Today, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. I'm waiting a few more minutes for those who come on in. Y'all come on in, come on in, come on in. Uh, come on in, come on in, come on in. Okay, it is live at noon, and I'm coming to you from the Lord, from the Lord, from the Lord, from the Lord. So, y'all come on. I have a word. This was supposed to be a word for yesterday, but it turned out to be a word for today. It is is well it is well yes it is well it is well 
This was a word that was supposed to be for yesterday, but the Lord must have knew for it to go forth on today. So we're going to go on in Jesus' name. Amen. It is well. It is well. So the question I will ask you all on today, is it? It is well. Is it? That's the question. It is well. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it well? Yes, it is. Listen, so Elijah was on Mount Carmel um, during this time. Um, some things were happening in um, just before Elijah and Obadiah met. It said that it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year saying, go show yourself unto Ahab and I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in Samaria. And Abraham called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord, that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifty in a cave and fed them with bread and water. And Ahab said unto Obadiah, go unto the land, go into the land, unto all fountains of water, and unto all brooks. Peradventure we may find grass to save the horses and mules alive, that we lease not all that we that we lease not all the beasts. So they divided the land between them to pass throughout it. Ahab went one way by himself. And Obadiah went another way by himself. And as Obadiah was in the way, behold, Elijah met him. And he said, are you that my Lord Elijah? And he answered, I am. Go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here. And Obadiah said, what have I sinned that you would have delivered thy servant into the hand of Ahab to slay me? And Obadiah was like, wait a minute, hold on. Do you not realize that my um, that that Ahab, my servant, will, will kill me? Verse 10 says, as the Lord thy God continues to live, there is no nation or kingdom whether my Lord have not sent to seek you. And when they said he is not there, he took an oath of the kingdom and nation that they found you not. And now. You say, go tell thy Lord, behold, Elijah is here and it shall come to pass as soon as I am gone from thee, that the spirit of the Lord shall carry thee, whether I know not. And so when I come and tell Ahab and he cannot find you, he shall slay me. But I, your servant, fear the Lord for my youth. And 13 says, was it not told my Lord what I did when Jezebel slew the prophets of the Lord? how I hid a hundred men of the Lord prophets by 50 in a cave and fed them with bread and water. And now you say, go and tell your Lord, behold, Elijah is here and he shall slay me. And Elijah said, Lord, this thing is beginning, it's beginning to speak to me. Lord, have mercy. 
listen listen to what elijah had said listen elijah said as the lord host continues to live before whom i stand i will surely show myself unto him today so Obadiah went to meet Ahab and told him, and Ahab went to meet Elijah. Now, Elijah, well, let me just read, let me just read through this to the to the to verse 24 is where I, I want to get to. And then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna pray. Amen. And first king, and I'm at first king 18 and 17 now. But it says, and it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Are you he that troubleth Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house, and that ye have forsaken the commandment of the Lord, and thou hast followed Balaam. Now therefore sin and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, 450, and the prophets of the groves, 400, which eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? How long will you continue to stand between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. Sometimes there are people who don't know what to say, don't know how to respond, don't know what side to be on, don't know who to listen to. But Elijah went on and said, how long how you between two opinions? Verse, 20, verse 22 says, then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under it. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under it. But the but verse four is what I want to read just right there. And then I'm going to skip to second Kings chapter four, because I want you to understand that no matter what is happening in your life, no matter who is coming against you, no matter what is taking place, it must be well in your spirit. You must understand that no matter what is happening, it is well. And if somebody comes to ask you, well, is it really well? Sometimes we'll find ourselves listening to those who doubt, listening to those who don't know what they're talking about, listening to the lies, listening to manipulation, listening from all of these opinions. So when they go to ask you, is it well? And when, well, when you say it is well, and then they'll come and say, is it? You have to be able to respond and say, yes, it is well with me. It is well within my spirit. 
It is well within my situation. It is well within my circumstances. It is well within my finances. It is well within my marriage. It is well within my children. It is well within my ministry. It is well within my health. It is well with this or it is well with that. Don't allow people to come to make you feel like you got to doubt your well. Lord, thank you, Holy Ghost. Don't allow people to make you feel like you're going to doubt your well. If you say that it is well, then it is well. Don't allow somebody to come through and, and question your well by saying, is it? Your response needs to be, yes, it is well. Yes, it is well. Yes, it is well. So verse 24 and 1 Kings 18 Verse four, I mean, verse 24 says, and call ye on the name of your gods and I will call on the name of the Lord and the God that answers and the, and, and the God that continues to answer by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. It is well spoken. So now I'm going to move forward to 2 Kings chapter 4. And I am going to start at the first verse of chapter 4 because I want to walk you through this. I want to walk you through the widow who, um, who had to borrow many pots for the oil that was going to be supplied to her. Then I want to be able to talk to you about the Shunammite woman, the Shunammite woman and her son and how she had to make it known it is well a couple of times because sometimes we can't go back to the people that we don't know. We can't go to the people that doesn't understand. We can't go to the people that didn't bring the miracle. We can't go to the people that didn't have anything to do with it. We must go back to the one that brought healing, the one that brought deliverance, the one that freed us from captivity, the one that and go back to him and say it is well. And I know some of you are probably thinking, well, I really don't understand. And it's fine because it, it's, and, and I said today, my word for me on today is Proverbs 3. Okay. So I'll get to that in a minute. I will definitely get to that in a minute, but I need to, um, I need to go and make somebody just text me and said, I can't share it because you didn't make it uh public that eh, sorry so let me go in here and make it public so that it can be shared amen amen so now it is now shared and i have now um i'm going to go into prayer right now so those of you who are tuned in good afternoon prophetess kiana good afternoon prophetess marie good afternoon sisters uh janie God bless you all. Thank you all for tuning in and following me as I follow the Lord. Lord God, I thank you for the word on today. God, I thank you for the word that's coming on today. God, I thank you for the word. It is well that was supposed to have been done on yesterday, but it serves purpose for today. Lord God, I thank you for 
being God all by yourself. God, I thank you for being a healer. I thank you for being a deliverer. I thank you, God, for loving those who are not able to love others. God, I thank you, God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be acceptable unto thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord God, your word says, let the redeemer of the Lord say so. So on this morning, on this afternoon, Lord God, I say so because you, I look, God, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, I ask you to touch my heart, touch my mind and my spirit. Lord God, continue to be a mind regulator and a heart fixer. I bind up depression right now. I bind up sadness right now. I bind up wickedness right now. I bind up disobedience right now. I bind up the enemy right now. I bind up unrighteousness right now. I bind up them witches in the mighty name of Jesus right now because no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper and every tongue that rise up against me I shall condemn in the mighty name of Jesus. God I ask you to cover me from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet Lord God and anybody that is on this live that is speaking negative uh, negativity I bind you in the mighty name of Jesus. If you're speaking disobedience I bind you up in the mighty name of Jesus. The word tells me that whatever I loose on heaven shall be whatever I loose on earth shall be loose in heaven and whatever I bind on earth shall be bound from heaven. So God, I thank you for the loosing and the binding. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your power. Lord God, your word tells us and well, Timothy tells us that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but you have given us a, a spirit of love, sound and 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 and, 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 and the, the power and love and a sound mind, God. God, your word tells us in Ephesians 3 and 20 now unto him that is able to do exceedingly and a abundantly above all that we could ever think or ask God from the power that continues to work in us. God, I thank you for Proverbs 18 and 21, that death and life lies in the power of the tongue. So Lord, I'm asking you on today that you will allow my tongue to speak life. You will allow my tongue to speak healing. You will allow my tongue to speak deliverance. You will allow my tongue to set some folk free, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for the power and the authority that you have given me concerning the blood of Jesus. And God, I thank you. God, I thank you right now, God. I thank you, God. You get all the glory. You get all the honor. And God, I will continue to worship you in spirit and in truth. I will continue to stand on your word. I will continue to live for your word. And I will continue to give your word in season and out of season. I will continue to not only to restore, but rebuke it have to be. If reprove it has to be. But God, I will do it with long suffering and with meekness and compassion, God. And I thank you for it in advance, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord God, as the word goes forth on this afternoon, that the hearts will be encouraged. The minds will be healed. The hearts will be fixed, God. And God, I thank you and I love you and I bless your name and I glorify you because God, this is nobody but you. And Lord God, I ask you to remove my emotions, remove my flesh, remove my thoughts, remove my feelings, God, and that you will replace it, Lord God, that you will increase, Lord God. You will increase as my flesh decreases. You will increase. As I begin to decrease, Lord God, you will increase. You will increase your Holy Spirit. You will increase the Holy Ghost. 
You will increase the presence of your spirit, Lord God, in this place at this moment right now, God. And I thank you for Elijah. And I thank you for the word. And I thank you for the healing power, Lord God. I thank you for the oil. I thank you for the anointing, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, because I know who I am and I know whose I belong to. So God, I thank you for adopting me into your family, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, everybody that is watching publicly and privately, Lord God, touch their hearts, Lord God, encourage their soul, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, continue to cover my husband while he is at work, Lord God. Continue to touch his spirit, Lord God. Continue to allow the words of his mouth and the meditations of his heart to be a simple unto, his, unto your sight, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, we thank you for ministry. And we thank you for our marriage. And we thank you for our children and our grandchildren, Lord God. We thank you for our Godchildren, Lord God. We thank you for our nieces and our nephews, Lord God. We thank you for our sisters and our brothers, Lord God. We thank you for our entire family, our parents, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord God, if there's anything that's in me that's that's not like you, ask you to remove it right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, forgive me for the sins that I've known that I've done. And forgive me for the sins that I've not known that I've done, Lord God. And Lord God, remove any iniquity, Lord God. Remove any doubt, Lord God. Remove any mistake or any fault or any flaw, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, so that nothing hinders this message, Lord God. That nothing hinders, hinders your, your spirit, Lord God. That nothing comes against it, Lord God. And so, God, I thank you and I love you and I bless your name and I glorify you. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, we all say, I say, amen. We all say, amen, amen, and amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, Second Kings. Second Kings, chapter 4. One through... And we're going to continue to read right there. We're going to continue to move right there. Amen. So let me get to where I need to be. Let me get where I need to be. Hey, Mother Holloway, I don't know if you're still on here or not, or you're back at work, but thank you for tuning in on this afternoon. And I also pray that you receive something that you need as well. Amen. Amen. So Y'all go ahead, share this to your pages, share this to your pages, tag somebody you know, so they can walk with us through this word. Amen. Amen. So second Kings chapter four, and I will start at the first verse because in this chapter four, there's a couple of things that are happening and we have to be able to understand that it is well. Amen. So now there cried a certain woman. Somebody say the woman's name is not important. The woman's stature is not important, but a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thou servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen, to be bondmen. And so at this moment, the woman, the certain woman, is telling Elisha, that her husband had died and that there are people wanting to come in and take her sons because she's in debt. She's in debt. Um, she doesn't have any money. 
and the creditors are coming. So how many of you know that when you owe money and or you're in debt and you 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 get these loans and you know and you you're trying to you know you're robbing Peter to pay Paul or you're calling mom, you're calling dad, you're calling sister, you're calling brother, you're calling your aunts, you're calling your grandparents, you're calling because the creditors are calling you and then because the creditors are calling you and now you got to call others because who because of those who are calling you. I, I need y'all to get this. Lord have mercy. And so Elisha said unto her, "What shall I do for you?" Sometimes when we're going through some things, you may hear the spirit of the Lord and he may and he may ask you, what is it that I can do for you? When Jesus, Lord have mercy, I'm feeling a shift, but I need to stay focused just for a moment. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But listen to this. When the man at the at the pool that was that was laying by the pool of, of, of Bethesda and Jesus asked him, do you not want to be made whole? And, and sometimes it's in our responses that that God will speak to. It's in our responses. And sometimes if it's not happening or if it doesn't come the way we think that it should come, it doesn't mean that he's still not God. It doesn't mean that God has not moved. It doesn't mean that God has not come for us. It doesn't mean that God has not answered our prayer. It doesn't mean that because, uh, uh, listen, I, I preached a message over at Antioch in Knoxville, and the message was make it make sense. You can't when it becomes to God. You can't when it becomes to his word. You can't when you don't have a relationship with him. You can't. But when God begins to speak to your mind, when God begins to speak to your heart, when God begins to answer the prayers that you have prayed, then when he responds, we have to say it is well. It is well. We prayed the prayer. It is well. So listen. So again, Elijah said, what is it that you need? And a lot of times now let's let's move God out of the equation just for a moment. Let's just say there's some there's some unbelievers. Let's just say there's some sinners. Let's just say there's some unrighteous folk. Let's just say there's some ungodly folk. Let's just say there's some people who who believe in God but don't live for God. You know, who who say that there is a God, but they don't worship this God. They don't serve this God, but they know that there is a God. But but that's that's all they know. But what is it when then when he sends a man? What if, what if the man comes and says, okay, well, um, what is it that you need? You know, I, I hear you saying your, your KUB is due. I hear you saying that you want to have a baby. I hear you saying that you, uh, you want to own your own business. I hear you saying that you you want to you wanna do this or you want to do that. And you want to create this and you want to create that. And you want to be married and, and you want this and, and you want that. So when the question is asked, what is it that you want? When Elijah said unto her, what shall I do for you? So when people come and say, what is it that you want? What is it that I, that I can do for you? What is it that, that you need? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything in the house except a pot of oil. Sometimes you may not have anything but you. Sometimes you may not have a dollar, but you have 25 cents. Sometimes you don't have anything to give, but you give what you have. Y'all don't hear me. Listen, she says, I don't have anything in the house except for this oil. Now, let me let me pause right there for a minute. How many of you have those parents, those seasoned parents, them grandmothers, those great grandmothers that could that could take little and create a whole meal? 
They could take a pot. They could take a, a bag of flour and a, a bag of sugar and maybe one cup of milk and maybe one egg and create a whole meal. Or they may have some canned goods. It may be like corn and peas and carrots and green beans and spinach or, or potatoes. And they could create a whole pot, a whole meal. And you'll have, now you not only have just the vegetable, you have a vegetable soup. So how many of you had those, those ancestors? those great, great, great grandparents that can turn nothing into something, that can turn to that can turn little into much. Lord have mercy. Oh, Lord have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. So listen, so Elisha said, go, borrow every vessel from all of your neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few, and when you are come in, you shall shut the door upon you and upon your sons. I shall pour out into all those vessels and you shall set aside that which is full. So when you begin to Lord have mercy. So when you begin to take that, that oil that you have and you are to pour it into that pot and pour it into the next pot and pour it into the next pot. He said, don't stop pouring until it is full. He said it, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So when that pot is full, set it aside. When you fill that next pot, set it aside. When you fill that next pot, set it aside. He said, but I want you to go to every one of your neighbors and borrow a pot. Lord, help me. Verse five says, so she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured out and it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live you and your children of the rest listen she had so much oil because he told her to pull out until every vessel was full and when every vessel was full listen lord have mercy sometimes your people say thank you holy spirit sometimes your people say well i don't want to i don't want to sell something that somebody gave to me but you don't understand why they have given it to you. These people didn't sell her these pots. They gave her the pots. And then it was her oil that she poured into the pots. So she was able to take that oil and those pots and then sell it and, and paid her debt. How are we paying our debts? What are we using to pay our debts? What are we using to pay back the debt of a vow that we've made unto the Lord? What are we using to pay off a debt that we've made to man? Listen, listen to this right here. Listen, I need y'all to hear me and hear me well. So now this right here jumps on verse eight. It jumps and it says, and it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman 
and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in there to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is a holy man of God, which continues to pass by us continually, meaning he continues to pass by us all the time. And when he stops by, I always give him something to eat. So now she says to her husband, I believe that this is a good man, a holy man, a righteous man. So let us make him a little chamber and I pray on the wall and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. And it shall be when he continues to come to us that he shall turn in here. And it fell on a day that he came here and he turned into the chamber and lay here. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him and he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou has been all this care. What is to be done for you? So now there's the question. Sometimes I got to understand the question. So Elijah, Elisha said unto um, the, a certain woman and he asked her, what shall I do for you? This certain woman didn't do anything for Elisha. But Elisha saw a need. So he asked, what shall I do for you? So here now, Elisha, that's talking to a great woman. And so he said in 13, was it 13 I just said? Yeah, he said, it has been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for you? What is it that I can do for you? What is it that you need? What is thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, verily she hath no child. And her husband is old. Now, mind you, she had already she said, I dwell among mine own people. Now, listen to this. The narrative of this wealthy Shunammite woman contains three key episodes. One, God blessed the faithful woman by giving her a son. God caused her to be severely tested by permitting the son to be taken from her. God restored her son's life as she held firmly to God's word of promise. Many times, God allows his faithful ones to pass through inexplicable trials and afflictions. But then later, they experience his love, his grace, and his compassion as they hold firmly to God in faith. So when Elijah was especially known by people from all walks of life as the man of God, the highest tribute 
that can be paid to any minister is that he is a man of God. So here's the thing. Elijah knew he was a man of God. Elijah knew he was a prophet. And Elijah knew that he was a servant of the Lord, right? So with that being said, just like he asked the great, the, the woman of greatness, meaning a, a wealthy woman, what is it that you need? Her response was, I dwell among my own people. What Can we just assume that she was like, I'm good. I'm around my family. I'm around my friends. You know, my husband is old, but he's still out there in the field, still working. You know, um, I'm, I'm good. I'm great. I mean, I, my finances is great. You know, there's nothing that I, that I, that I actually need. I'm doing what I'm doing for you because the love that I have for you, because I, I assume that you are a holy man. I perceive you to be a holy man. I, I know that when you come through, it's on me to feed you. It's, it's on me to, to provide a place for you. And so many times when we, when we feel like some people are not the righteous or some people are not holy or so much some people are not godly we we tend to perceive them to be wrong but in reality she just felt something concerning elijah because every time he passed by she felt the need to feed him so a lot of times you may not know the ins and out of a person but because of their spirit their their character um the light that they 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 they, they walk within themselves you perceive them to be okay it, it, nobody came through and said, well, I wouldn't feed him because this and the other, or I wouldn't give him that because this and the other, or yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, they're good people, but I beg to differ. It doesn't even matter because when you've shown greatness, when you've shown right character, when you've shown um, the right anointing, when you've shown the right behavior, when you've shown the, the right place that you are in, it doesn't matter what somebody else is going to say about you. What matters is how you're pleasing the Lord. What matters is how others may see you in spite of where you've been or in spite of where you are going. We sometimes have to say within ourselves, it is well. And so if somebody comes through and says, is it your response? It's about your response. Yes. It is well. Yes, I'm hurt, but it is well. Yes, I'm going through, but it is well. Yes, I have this sickness, but it is well. Yes, I have this illness, but it is well. Yes, I'm going through a divorce, but it is well. Yes, I'm going through with my children, but it is well. Yes, I'm struggling. I'm struggling in my marriage, but it is well. So there's nothing wrong with being honest and speaking about the situation or the circumstances that you are in. What matters is that you know that it is well. And when you say it is well, then trust God in the well. Lord have mercy. I, I need to write that. Trust God in the well. Trust God in the well. Love you. Trust God in the well. Trust God in the well. Don't allow people to put doubt in your mind because of what others may see or what others may perceive or what others may say or what others may do. You know who you are and you know what God has done for you. And because you know what God has done for you, it is well. 
Amen. Good to see you on here, Pastor Tamario. It is well. We're, we, we all go through trial and tribulation. We all go through sickness and death. We all go through hurt and betrayal. We all go through um, separation and divorces. We all go through pain and suffering. We all go through. Listen, if somebody ain't going through, tell me your secret. Because I don't care what anybody say. We go through. We may go. We may not go through publicly, but we going through privately because there are some people who don't mind talking about the things that they go through in life. But then you have others that you'll never know what's going on in their life. You'll never know what's going on behind closed doors. You'll never know what goes on on their jobs. You'll never know what goes on in their marriage. You'll never know what goes on with their children. Some people just some people just just they're just but it doesn't make them bad people either. They just choose to be quiet while others choose to talk. Amen. That's just what it is. But what I love about this story that I read to you in 1 Kings chapter 18 and 2 Kings chapter 4 with the widows, with the widow and the and the um the certain woman and the great woman, at the end of the day, they were still women and they had faith to do what Elisha had asked them to do because of how they seen the man of God. They heard him to be a great prophet and they didn't allow what others might have said. Listen, Jezebel was still around. Hear what I'm telling y'all. Jezebel was still around. Jezebel was still taking prophets out. Jezebel was still killing God's people. Jezebel was still doing the most. But Elisha didn't stop doing what God had called him to do. And people still seen, see, and people still saw Elisha still doing the works of the Lord. Now, let me flip that. Just because you may see something may fall by the wayside, it doesn't mean that they're not a man or woman of God. Listen, oh Lord, have mercy, this thing is shifting again. Listen, look at the man that was beaten up on the side of the road. Let me let me go there for a second. Look at the man that was beaten, that was beaten and left half dead naked on the side of the road because he was robbed of his clothes. He was robbed of his money. He was robbed of his dignity. He was robbed of his character. He was robbed of his integrity. He was robbed because of who he might've been. He was robbed. He was ashamed and he felt embarrassed that he was left on the side of the road because some people thought that, hey, let's just go beat up this man. We ain't got nothing better to do anyway. We're going to leave. We're just going to go beat him up because the scripture never tells us why he got beat up. But then the scripture goes on to say a priest <laughs> walked up on him, looked at him, and then walked away. Another priest saw him didn't walk up on him, but crossed to the other side of the street. So it was the, the good Samaritan man that picked up this man, threw him on his camel, horse, or whatever he threw him on, the donkey, and took him to the inn. And when he took him to the inn, he had him cleaned up. He nursed him back to health. And when he left, he left the man dead and said, you know, left the man there and said, you know, stay right here. And then he went downstairs to the innkeeper and said, listen, I've left somebody upstairs. Whatever they need, provide for him. And I'm paraphrasing. He said to the innkeeper, whatever he needs, provide for him. So we can't focus on those who beat us up. 
We can't focus on those who left us on the side of the road dead. We can't focus on those who does us wrong. We can't focus on those who are destroying us. We can't focus on those who is destroying our character and our integrity. We can't focus on those and what people say bad about us because that's what that's how they perceive us to be because of where they because of where they are, not because of where we are, but because of where they are. And because Elisha was a prophet and a spokesman for God and a servant of the Lord, the people was able to see the goodness in him. So he didn't have a problem asking them, what is it that you need? What is it that I can do for you? What is it? What do you need? So we have to understand that we put our focus on the good and not put our focus on the bad. But, but, but it, and it is hard. Y'all hear it. It's easier said than done. It, cause it, and it, but, but here's the thing. This is what I've learned down through the years. I literally say all the time, dang, I did not even realize how easy this thing really is. And a lot of times it's not easy because we don't listen. We don't follow instructions. We don't take the advice or some of us will, will listen. <laughs> some of us will literally go and ask 10 people the same question and get 10 different answers. <laughs> Y'all not hearing me. We will go to 10 people, ask the same question to the 10 people and get 10 different answers. Instead of going to the right people and going getting the, 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 the wisdom from the, the righteous people or even people that's got good knowledge. Thank you, Holy Spirit, thank you. Some people may not have wisdom, but they have great knowledge. Hear me. Some people may not have great, uh, good wisdom, but may have great knowledge because of the experiences that they have experienced. And even in that, I always tell people, you listen, let me say this, but at the end of the day, you got you to gotta pray and ask the Lord where he wants you to be, what he wants you to do. Where does he want you to go? Because let me tell you something. I could tell everybody, 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 everybody. There's like 10 people on this live right now. Hey, good morning. Hey, good afternoon, Carmika. Listen, there's like almost like 10 people on this live right now. 10, right? It's like 10 people that's on this live. And I can say just to the 10, man, all y'all need to move to South Carolina. Y'all need to come on down to South Carolina. Now, don't take my word for it. But some of you will take my word for it and just move. And that's not what God said. I'm just telling you that come move down to South Carolina because of what I've experienced, because it's a, it's a great place for me. <laughs> I, I, it's a wonderful place for me, but it may not be meant for you. So, yeah, I can tell you, yeah, you want to move? That's fine. You know, go ahead and move. What You know, do this. But wait on the Lord. What does God say? What, what's pulling you in that direction? Because but then that's what that's what happens. You, you got to be able to have. Wisdom is good, but great knowledge is everything. Hear what I'm saying? Wisdom is good, but great knowledge is everything. Look at Solomon. Look at Solomon. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Look at Solomon. The Lord asked Solomon, you can have whatever you want. What is it that you want? All Solomon asked for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And he made him riches. Because he could have said, I want to be the million, I want to be the greatest man in the world, or I want all the money in the world. He could have gave a selfish prayer, but he gave prayer from the heart. 
He gave that prayer. He asked that question from the heart. And when Elisha asked, what is it? Or he asked a certain woman, what shall I do for you? And the, the woman, is, all she said was, my creditors are calling, my husband is dead, and the bondmen want to come and take my sons. She really didn't even answer the question, but she gave a statement to his question. And he went on and told her, go to all of your neighbors and gather as many empty vessels as possible. Bring them here. Then he told her, when you pour that oil into those vessels, set it to the side when it's full. And when it was all done, she told her kids, bring me more. It was like, there is no more. He said, now go and sell what you have gathered. When you gather wisdom, go give the wisdom. When you've gathered knowledge, go give knowledge. When you've gathered understanding, go give understanding. But if somebody gives you something and they didn't charge you for it, but God says, I need you to go and sell this, sell it. If it's God, listen, I've had somebody to give us a car and then I've sold the car, right? Somebody said, well, how do you want to sell something that was given to you? It happened in the Bible. And if the Lord says, I need you to sell this, Lord have mercy. If the Lord says, I need you to sell this and to do this, there will be no more need. But then you don't go put yourself back in debt. <laughs> you don't go put yourself back in debt. And so many people, we, we do that. I literally just had that conversation today. Somebody said to me, I thought you got rid of I did. <laughs> I did. And I went back. You see what I'm saying? God, Lord have mercy. God makes a way for our escape, but it's a choice for us to go back to being captive. I got to write that. I got to write that. I got to write that down. God makes a way for our escape, but it's our choices to go back to become captive. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. God will, I left out God will, God will make a way for our escape, but it's our choices that, that it's our choices to go back to become captive to what he delivered us from, to what or who he Delivered us from. The Lord always have a way. The Lord always has a way. He always has a way to bring things back to our remembrance. Literally. Okay, let me go back to the word of God. Listen, verse 15 says, and he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door and he said, about this season, somebody say about this season, Lord, I'm about to run about this season. Lord have mercy. Somebody needs to follow me in this comment and write about this season, about this season, according to the time of life. 
you shall embrace a son. And she said, no, my Lord, you man of God, do not lie unto your handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season. You are about to bear in that season. You are about to bear in that season. So about this season, you are about to bear in this season. You are about to bear. You are. You will bear in this season. Lord have mercy. Y'all better catch that. Listen. Ooh, Lord, I thank you. You are about to bear in this season. So whatever is going to, listen, so whatever is about to happen in this season, you are about to bear it. Lord have mercy. So get ready to bear. <laughs> get ready to bear. Lord help me, Jesus. Get ready to bear. And oh, Lord Jesus, the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. Listen, he said about this season. So it didn't happen right away. Y'all need to be encouraged. Sometimes it's not going to happen right away, but it's, you're going to be reminded because right here it says, according to the time of life, it said that Elijah, it said that the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elijah had said it. So in that season that Elijah spoke it, that season came and she bared a son. So we don't know if her season lasted a year. We don't know if that season lasted a day. We don't know if that season lasted nine months. All we know is that when Elijah spoke it, it came to pass. <laughs> so whatever the Lord has spoken to you, it's coming to pass. You're about to bear it. You're about to receive it. You're about to conceive it. You're about to release it. It's coming to pass about this season. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Verse 18, and when the child was grown, this, this Lord Jesus, and when the child was grown, this child was not a minor. This child was not a baby. This child was grown. It's that it fell on a day that he went out to his father, to the reapers. And he said unto his father, my head, my head. And he said to a lad, carry him to his mother. Why, listen, pause break. Why the, the, the daddies, the, the, the fathers, the husbands, why they always gotta say, go to your mama. <laughs> go ask your mama. Take it to your mama. Go with your mama. Why? <laughs> why? Now, I know y'all feel me. I know y'all feel me. I know how many times you I, listen. I, I said, go ask your daddy. Well, my daddy just said I need to ask you why you just couldn't answer it. Mama, I'm hungry. Go ask your daddy. But no, they go ask their daddy first. Daddy, I'm hungry. Go tell your mama. 
Daddy, can I go to the store? Go ask your mama. Daddy, can I go to the mall? Go ask your mama. Daddy, can I have? Go ask your mama. Go ask your mama. Go ask your mama. <laughs> go ask your mama. So when the lad fell sick, what did, he, what did the father tell the people? Carry him to his mama. <laughs> Carry him to his mother. Listen, and when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. He sat on her knees until noon. Now, we don't know if he came at 8 o'clock. We don't know if he came at 9 o'clock. We don't know how long he sat there. But what we do know is that at noon, he died. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. And she called unto her husband and said, send me, I pray you, one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, wherefore will you go to him today? Is it neither new moon nor Sabbath? And she said, it shall be well. Now, another pause break. Listen, can I paraphrase this? Can y'all can y'all let me paraphrase this, this statement right here? You got to go now? Well, why you can't wait till tomorrow? Well, do you know that the, it's not even a new moon? So uh, why? Why do you have to go right now? Why you got to go today? Can you not wait till tomorrow? Can you not wait till next week? Can you wait then? Can you wait? Listen, and she said, it shall be well. She didn't argue. She didn't cuss him out. She didn't fuss. She just said, it shall be well. Then she saddled the donkey. And said to her servant, drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid you. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Gehazi, his servant, behold, is that Shunammite? The name is not important. But he said, is that Shunammite? Run now, I pray you to meet her and say unto her, is it well? So, so when I, so when I, when God gave me this yesterday, so much happened yesterday. I couldn't do this yesterday. But when I looked at it today and said, well, I'll just do it tomorrow. When I changed it, this came just in the nick of time. Because again, you have to understand that it is well. And if somebody says to you, is it? It's your response about this season. <laughs> it is well. Yes, it is. I may be hurting. I may be going through. My son has just died, but it is well. My husband didn't want me to come, but it is well. My husband didn't want me to go, but it is well. I couldn't get my finances together, but it is well. I didn't get the job that I wanted, but it is well. I didn't get the shoes that I wanted, but it is well. I didn't, I didn't, but it is well. And, and as we go through in this life, if we trust God, that no matter what is happening or who is coming against you, your response should be, it is well. 
You don't have to argue. You don't have to cuss. You don't have to fuss. You don't have to prove. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is pray, seek God's face, humble yourself, seek the Lord diligently, pray. I said pray. Pray again three times. Name, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And acknowledge the Lord. Believe in God. Have faith. And keep reading the word. And God will give you the strength that you need. The Lord will give you the strength that you need. Listen. Where am I? 27. And when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gyazi came near to thrust her away. And the man of God said, leave her alone for her soul is vexed within her. And the Lord hath hid it from me and hath not told me. Listen, I, I need y'all. Listen, <laughs> so many times we go through some stuff in life and we think that God should have shown us. But though he may not show you the whole thing, but he will prepare you. And when people try to stop you, you will hear, leave her alone. Her spirit is vexed. Her soul is messed up. Her emotions are all over the place. She in her feelings. Hold on. She's trying to get her mind right. She's trying to focus. Leave her alone. Don't push her away. I don't know what's going on with her. God has hid it from me. But whatever is going on, God will comfort her. Then she said, did I desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, gird up thy loins and take my staff in your hand and go thy way. If you meet any man, salute him not. If you, if he, if any salute you, answer him not again and lay my staff upon the face of the child. Now, how many times when we need to be quiet, we don't, we got to tell the whole world, right? And I, and I thank God for what I have learned down through the years, because let me tell y'all something in these last few weeks, my spirit has been vexed. And so because my spirit has been vexed, it didn't stop life from happening. It didn't stop the world from going going around in a circle. It didn't stop people from losing their jobs. It didn't, the world did not stop because my spirit was vexed. The world still goes on no matter where you are or what's going on in your life. The world is still going to revolve. The world is still going to go forward. Things are still happening. Things are still going on. Just because your soul is vexed doesn't mean that everybody has to know. But the righteous people need to know so that they will know how to pray and what to pray for. Because everybody is not godly. Everybody is not saved. Everybody is not delivered. And everybody is not for you. 
and everybody doesn't think the way that you think. They don't move the way that you move. They don't speak the way that you speak. They don't think the way that you think. They don't, they don't, they don't do what you do. Because when you are a servant of the Lord, of the, the mighty God of heaven, we move to the beat of the word. We don't move to the beat of the world. And so when the world starts speaking doubt, when the world starts speaking negative, it will cause your well to be dry. It will cause your well to be doubtful. It will cause your well to fail. Lord, help me in this place. And there are some things you don't ask for because of this position that put that this put her in this position did i not tell you not to lie to me did i not tell you not to deceive me did i not tell you this is not what i want this i didn't tell you this is what i want this is what you gave me because you you must have perceived in my spirit what i wanted and because you perceived what i wanted in my spirit you gave me because you feel like i have i, I have everything else but i don't have a child so you gave me this child. So now you're going to deliver this child. You gave me this job. So now you're going to deliver me from this job. You gave me this husband. Now you're going to deliver me from this husband. You gave me this wife. Now you're going to deliver me from this wife. You gave me these children. Now you're going to deliver me from these children. You gave me this. You're going to help me in that. So sometimes there's nothing wrong going to God and saying, listen, God. I didn't ask for this heartbreak. I didn't ask to be betrayed. I didn't ask to be hurt. But when I was asked, what is it that you need? What is it that you want? What can I do for you? And because I said this, this is what I'm going to get. This is what's happening. So God, I'm going to trust you. If you have me in it, you're going to bring me through it. If you put this on me, you're going to take it off of me. So, yes, she had every right to go back to Elisha, the man of God, because this is what he has done, and now he needs to fix it. So, yeah, it is well, and I need him to be, I, listen, she said it is well, but now I need him to make it well. It is well, so now I need you to make it well. So now I need you to fix this. I, I need you to do whatever you needed, whatever you did to bring it. Now I need you to bring it forth. Lord have mercy. Listen, listen, let me, let me, let me get through this. Um, yep. I, I need to hurry up. I need to hurry up. Listen. So, and the mother of the child said, as the Lord continues to live and as your soul continues to live, I will not leave you. And he arose and followed her. She said, listen, you can say whomever, but we're going, we're going to do this together. I ain't leaving you. She said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. And he arose and followed her. And Giazi passed on before them. And, 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 and listen, Giazi went on. Now, now, mind you, Lord, listen. How many, you ask somebody what not to do and they turn around and do it anyway. And sometimes it's not out of disobedience because they're still obeying what was told to them. And then you, at this moment, you just don't know what to do. Now, when I read to you in first Kings chapter um, 18, I believe it was 
when um Elijah told them you got to make a choice you 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 uh, what do you say um hold on let me let me let me just let me let me get in there let me let me get in there because I want to read I want to read that in 18 he said and it shall come to pass as soon as I am gone from you that the spirit of the Lord shall carry you whether I know not and as so I come and tell Ahab and he cannot find thee he said right here and uh I'm sorry that was the wrong one let me let me let me go back let me see here it is in verse 21 I do apologize first Kings 18 and 21 and Elijah came unto all the people and said how long are you between two opinions if the Lord be God follow him but if Baal then follow him and the people answered him not a word because sometimes if you don't know what to say don't say anything at all we don't need to be torn between two opinions just if you don't know just say I don't know don't say a word listen and so and that was Elijah and this was Elisha so I do apologize for that but anyway so and he got Giazi passed on before them and laid the staff upon the face uh, upon the face of the child but there was neither voice nor hearing wherefore he went again to meet him and told him saying the child is not awake so Gehazi did what Elisha had asked him to do but the child didn't wake up and when Elisha was come into the house behold the child was dead and laid upon his bed he went in therefore and shut the door upon them Upon the two, twain means he shut the door uh, um, on the mother and Gehazi and prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up. Listen, when the warm, when the child was now, he was no longer cold, but he was warm. It said that now for him, for this to say, then he returned and walked in the house to and fro. So now he's walking back and forth in the house and went up and stretched himself upon him. And the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. And he called Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite. So he called her. And when she was come in unto him, he said, take up your son. Then she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and took up her son and went out. Picked up his son and went out. Now, what I like about this is that Elijah was a great man. Elijah was a holy man. Elijah was a man of faith, okay? Because in chapter five, it leads us to Naaman, the leper. But we're going to leave that right there because I think I want to talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So I'm done with this. This message because my point in bringing this was to let you all know that it is well is just not something people are saying. They're not saying it for cliche. They're not saying it just be saying it. When they're saying that it is well, it is only because their soul is vexed. Their heart is broken. Their mind is 
all over the place. And if they continue to say it is well, it is because we are saying, listen, when Elijah said, when, when it's, when, listen, when Elijah said it is well spoken, listen, I want to make sure that was, I want to make sure that was Elijah when he, when he said that, um, yes, no, it wasn't, it was, and listen, 24 says, and God called ye on the name of your gods. This is Elijah talking, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God that answers by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. Listen, they were saying, okay, when they were saying it is well spoken, what do they mean by that? What you said is well spoken. We understand what you're saying. We we get it. And we're going we're gonna to do it. And I didn't read that whole chapter of that thing, but it is well spoken is because sometimes we need clarity. Sometimes we need instructions. Sometimes we need the right advice. Sometimes we need a better or a greater understanding of where we are when our soul is vexed, when our mind is messed up, when our heart is broken. We have to say to the Lord, it is well. Okay, God, you have me in this. It is well. God, this is what's going on. It is well. Because we have to know that the well of life is the water of life. And Jesus said that you can have life and have it more abundantly. We can't worry about what has taken place. We can't worry about what's been done in the past. We can't worry about what happened on yesterday. But where we are today, it needs to be well within our spirit, well within our soul, well within our mind, well within our heart. Why? Because tomorrow is not promised and all we have is today. And if we die in that place of hurt, if we die in that place of malice, if we die in that place of betrayal, if we die in that place of abuse, if we die in that place of cursing, if we die in that place of, of iniquity, if we die with that jealousy, we die with that envy, and we die with that strife and that contention, and we die in that place. Our soul will be lost come judgment day. When Jesus reads the, the, the book of life, the book of judgment, I don't want my name to be read from the book of judgment. I want my name to be read from the book of life. I want Jesus to say, enter in my good and faithful servant who stood through the test of time. That no matter what came against me, no matter who came against me, no matter what was said, I didn't turn from the Lord, but I turned from my wicked ways. Why? Because if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal your land. I will hear from heaven and I will forgive you of your sin. So every day for me is repentance. Every day for me is restoration. Every day for me is reconciliation. Every day for me is being restored. Every day for me is trying to live the, the best life I can with the right heart that I have in spite of what is happening around me. I made a conscious decision to live for the Lord. I'm sold out for him and him alone. So if I got to be, listen, so if I got to be rejected, then rejected it is. If I got to be abused, then abused it is. If, I, if people got to walk away from me, then walk away it is. Because about this season, about this season, 
I will bear forgiveness. I will bear healing. I will bear faithfulness. I will bear whatever that God has for me because what God has for me, it is for me. And I will continue to remain free in him, not captive in the world of people who don't even know who God is or they know who God is, but don't even know, but don't even know and have a relationship with him. So I just wanted to come through here and encourage your hearts on today and to get you all to understand that when you respond to folk and say it is well, and they ask, is it, you continue to respond. It is well in spite of. It is well in spite of my situation. It is well in spite of my circumstances. It is well in spite of me being in debt. It is well in spite of me having an illness. It is well in spite of me being in a famine. It is well in spite of, yes, it is well. Because Jesus said he never told us that our soul was not going to be vexed. He never told us that we weren't going to be hurt. But what he did tell us was they're going to hate you because they hated me first. They're going to not like you because of kingdom's sake. That's what he did say. Will you continue to stand for the Lord? Because he will continue to sit for you. His choices. You can choose to obey. Or you can choose to disobey. You can choose to love or you can choose to hate. You can choose to accept or you can choose to reject. You can choose righteousness or you can choose unrighteousness. You can choose to be kind or you can choose to not be kind. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to make a choice. You're going to have to understand your will. And if those that are around you cannot understand your will, then oh well for them. Because you don't have to prove yourself to anybody but the Lord. Please the Lord. Draw nigh to God and God will draw nigh to you. Amen. So those that are on here, if you need prayer, I'm here to pray with you and to pray for you. Whatever that, whatever it is that you need from the Lord. Uh, I'll, I'll wait, um, what time is it? Five. I'll give you five minutes, five or less, up to five. Not past, I'm not going past five, but up to five minutes for you to, um, for you to. Um, for you to um, send your prayer. For you to send your prayer. For you to send your prayer. I give you five minutes. Up to five. We ain't going past five minutes. So I'm going through some of these areas to make sure I'm not. Because see, the other day I missed it. And um, I don't know. I just It used to come through here and it doesn't come through here no more. I don't know. I don't know. I can't tell you why I don't come through here no more, but um, I'm just, I'm looking. So to make sure I'm not missing anyone's um, prayer. So I'll wait sometime. Oh, let me check my inbox. 
So some of y'all are coming through my inbox. Okay, there is one. She needs prayer for home and job. Okay, home and job, home and job. All right. I wanted to make sure that's what that is. Okay, Lord God, I thank you. All right, amen, amen. So, Lord God, I thank you on um, today that we're praying for the, the young lady that came through my inbox and need prayer because of home and job. So, God, I'm asking you right now, Lord God, that you know the situation, you know the circumstance, Lord God, and you know the move that she made for you. So, God, I ask you on today that you will open up doors so that she will have that home and, and have another job so that she's able to do what is necessary. So, Lord God, I ask you that you will continue to move on her behalf and that you will open up doors that man cannot shut and you will shut doors that man cannot open. So, God, I, I thank you for her life, her health, and her strength, Lord God. And, God, I ask that you remove the depression out of her heart, that she will not allow this to depress her, that she will not allow this to suppress her, that she won't allow this to take her into another mindset, but you will allow her to be faithful and committed to your word, that she won't get um, discouraged, Lord God, that you would encourage your heart and that you will just make some ways for her, Lord God. She did step out on faith and now her faith is being tested. So God, I thank you for it even right now, Lord God, but God continue to move, Lord God, increase her faith, Lord God, increase her steadfastness, Lord God, increase, Lord God, open up a door. Lord God, you, you know, I don't, I don't know, but God open up a door somewhere, somehow, that she will be able to continue to do your work while being in this place. So we thank you on today, Lord God. We, we're, we're, I decree and I declare that you will do this for her in Jesus' name and that you will send instruction and you will send direction and you will hear her heart, Lord God, and you will put her on this path, Lord God, that she needs to be on, Lord God, so that she won't stray and that she won't falter, Lord God, but she will take a stand, God, for where she is at. And she may not understand it right now, Lord God, but oh God, on today, my word for me on today was Proverbs 3, 1 through 6, God. So God, I put that word out there to others, Lord God, that may be in a position that they just don't understand, that may have a condition that they just don't understand, but God help them to not lean to their own understanding, but they will acknowledge you and they will trust you and you will put them on the path where they need to be, God. And we thank you for it in advance. So, Lord God, we thank you. We love, we bless your name, we glorify you. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And, Lord God, I'm asking for prayer for Pastor Tamirio, Lord God, that we are praying for her in this season. Lord God, we are praying for her in this season. Lord God, we are praying for her in this season, Lord God. Lord God, you know what is about to happen. You know what is about to take place. So, Lord God, continue to write the vision. Lord God, will allow her to continue to write the vision and make it plain. And though it's hairy, it, she won't have to wait. Wait long for it, Lord God. But in listen, the scripture says the just shall live by his faith. So, Lord God, my prayer for her on today that her faith will be increased, Lord God, that her faith will be increased, Lord God, that her faith will be increased, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, you'll show her through sign. Lord God, you'll show her through vision. You'll show her through a dream, Lord God. However, you need to show her when this thing is going to come to pass. But Lord God, I'm praying that you will allow her to be prepared 
to be prepared in the mighty name of Jesus. I was going to say in the mighty name of this season. So let me just say it the way that it was about to come out. In the mighty name of this season. In the mighty name of this season. In the mighty name of this season. In the name of Jesus. Lord, your word tells us. And this word just dropped in my spirit. And I need to read it. Because I want to make sure that it is the right word that you need for the right now. Yes, John 14 and 14. Lord, thank you, Jesus. John 14 and 14 says, Lord, let me go back up. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And and, and, and John 14, but I'm going to start at the 12th verse because this is the promise of miracles. Jesus said, verily, verily, I say unto you that to he that continues to believe on me, the works that I do shall he do also and greater works then these shall shall he do because i go unto my father and whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will i do that the father may be glorified in the son if ye shall ask anything <clears throat> in my name i will do it Thank you, Jesus, for this word, the promise of miracles. So I hear it in my spirit that in this season, you will have the promise of miracles. You will ask for it and Jesus will do it. You will ask for it in Jesus' name and he is going to do it. It's going to manifest and it's going to work in the mighty name of Jesus. As long, And we know this to be true, that you must continually believe that he will believe that he shall do it believe that it shall come to come to pass about this season lord have mercy thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you lord hallelujah thank you jesus so lord god we thank you for the prayers that came in today lord god don't allow any hindrance don't allow any stumbling block don't allow any iniquity. Don't allow any witch. Don't allow any ungodly individual. Don't even allow Satan to come through to mess this up. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I decree, they decree. I declare, they declare. Your word tells us word for two or three that's gathered together in my name that I am in the midst of them. So Jesus, we are in the net, we are in your name and you are in the midst of us. So we thank you and we believe it and we receive it in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, Lord God, we thank you. We love you. Bless your name. It is well. It is well. It is well. It is well. Hallelujah. And we all say amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I thank you all for tuning in to Can We Talk About It Live. I thank you all for tuning in to Live at Noon. It is well. If it's the Lord's will, We'll be on tomorrow at 12 noon. Continue to pray for me as I continue to pray for you. Listen, oh, I almost forgot the, the um, almost forgot praise reports, praise reports, praise reports. There was a, a, a person that I prayed for and they inboxed me and this is what they had said. Let me read this to you. This is what I got to find it right here. 
This was said, good morning. This was on Tuesday, and I met them, but this was on Tuesday. Good morning. Thank you for praying for me Sunday morning. God answered my prayers yesterday evening. So I thank God in advance. I thank God for answering prayer. So know that when you are in an agreement with someone and they need prayer, the Lord will answer that prayer. Amen. So I thank God for that. And I got another um, um, someone else and I can't remember. So let me not go there. I can only show you all this one. But um, somebody else was praying for something and it came to pass uh, uh, as well. But I don't want I don't know if it came in my text or the inbox. But so I'm not going to waste time looking for it. But just continue to pray for me as I continue to pray for you. Know that I love you and God loves you more. And again, thank you all for tuning in.